0: Hello and welcome to For Real Life Pod. My name is Sharon. I am a super Bluey
1: fan. And I'm Tori, a total Bluey newbie, watching the episodes for the very first time. And together we're reviewing and recapping the many adventures of the
0: Healer family. Let's dive in.
1: This episode of Bluey is called Promises.
0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Season 3, Episode 3, Promises. Hi there. Hi. Hi. How are you today? Good. Good. Okay. Promises. This is this is another episode, right? Like we get a new <laughs> we get new places. We also get a little bit of Bandit expanding his. You know, he's kind of a meanie parent a little bit. Yeah, in this. a bit. Um, what did you before we go into your synopsis? Actually, let's do your synopsis first, and then okay. we can talk about what you thought. Okay. I'm always torn because I want to hear your synopsis, but I also want to hear what you
1: thought. (laughs) So I'm just going to leave it up to you. Pick one. (laughs) I'm going to go with synopsis first. Bluey and Bandit try to manipulate each other using promises until (laughs) Chili shows them both the power of building trust through keeping your promises. Oh, so good. I love it. A little snark at the beginning. I like. I Uh, I love the snarky synopsis, but they don't always work. (laughs)
0: true so on the bluey tv website this is also episode three and it says bluey keeps breaking her promise but after seeing how much bingo trusts mom's word bluey learns the power of promises and why it's important not to break them
1: so nice also very nice right
0: so what did you think of this this episode bluey is really good at like
1: bringing things home so well yes so the first half i was it's a little preachy I have mixed feelings about parents. They should be able to change the plan if they need to. So I was a little, uh, but I, you know, Chili always brings it home. Oh Stuck and, the landing. Yeah, really well. And the 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 build the whole point about building trust and the thing with Bingo just so well played. So that I feel like they they had me in the end. I feel like I got there with them.
0: Yeah. I like that we got to see a new place. We got to see a couple new places.
1: Yes. I love seeing new places. And there yes. was a couple in here. So that gave it a little mm-hmm. couple bonus points.
0: Yeah. I like that there was a couple of new places in this episode. I also knew going into this episode that there were a couple of fun guest stars. Oh. that The the characters that were in the library. You like, probably don't know. No, but I can't wait to hear the like whole thing. For that me. went over my head. Uh So I kind of knew before the episode, and then I was like, oh, I
1: wonder, like,
0: how are their parts going to be? You know, that type of stuff. I thought Chili, again, I really feel like they're just taking all this in from what people have said about, or at least what we've said, about how Chili just is so good when she has She's like speechifying things and she's teaching these lessons. They just give her the best dialogue and it's so good. So I thought it was great. Bandit was, you know, being season three Bandit is all I can say. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I thought it was a great episode. So we'll get into it. We can talk about it more. It opens and Chili has just finished putting all the games away. So naturally she turns around to find Bluey emptying out a jigsaw puzzle onto the floor.
1: Of course she is.
0: Because kids. We love them. But it does seem like this happens. When Chili asks her what she's doing, she replies, Panda Puzzle. Also very classic. Chili is saying, like, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing that? But she doesn't actually say, why are you doing that? She says, what are you doing? And obviously to a kid, they're like, this is what I'm doing. You know, they take what she's saying as like matter of fact. And then we find out that Bandit is about to take the girls to the trampolinium. Bluey promises that she'll clean everything up what she's done, just as Bandit strolls in, announcing that they're heading out the door. Bluey, of course, races out the door, yelling back to Chili that she's not done yet with the puzzle. And then I do want to call out Chili is putting the puzzles and the games back into that same new little cabinet. Oh. Like thing that they were sitting in front of like literally the past two episodes. Yeah. The first 3 episodes have all had a moment with this specific area in the
1: front of the house. So they're trying to establish they can use the same <laughs> Yes. Lay out over and over again. Mm -hmm. Um, They bought that new game cabinet between season two to season
0: three. Clearly. And they're
1: like, we are using this thing.
0: It costs a lot. And so we're going to make sure that we're putting it in shots. Totally. (laughs) Louie. What? I just tidied. What are you doing? Panda puzzle. But dad's about to take you to the trampoline. It won't take long.
1: The pieces are big. See?
0: All right but promise me you'll tidy it up when you're done.
1: I promise.
0: All right, trampolinium! Yeah. On the way to the trampolinium, the girls see the library and ask dad if they can go. When he says no, Bluey makes some promise to take them to the library afterwards. Now, trampolinium, I've said it twice already. And I'm going to say it a lot more times. Don't make it a drinking game. Yeah, (laughs) It is not a drinking game, but I have never heard trampoline parks called trampoliniums. Yeah, it makes
1: sense. Yeah, I was going to ask you if that's an Aussie translation or is it a made up word? I definitely think maybe
0: it's an Aussie translation. Translation. We have them here and we can talk about that at great length. I have some, Yes we do. I have some definite for real life moments that are coming up here in a second that I can relate to Mr. Bandit. But I do think it's interesting. I was like trampolinium. Okay. (laughs) all right. So at the trampolinium Bandit experiences what I have personally experienced for real life when he tries to get the kids to leave but they ask for one more minute. This obviously being like the 15th extra because we have, it's not a trampolinium over here. We've been to trampoliniums before. The same thing happens. I want to stay. Give me one more minute. You say, okay, you have five minutes. And then five minutes later, they want five more minutes. And then somehow it's two hours later and you're still there. So that has happened all the time. I think one of the most recent and just exaggerated examples of this is when I took my son and your daughter To this new, what we like to call an adventure park that has trampolines, it has obstacle courses, it has ropes courses, it has all kinds of stuff. And I was like, okay, I'll take them. It's going to be fun. Probably give them two, two and a half hours. I try to always buffer in a half an hour of extra play. We were there for 5 hours. Yeah, you were. I was so impressed. (laughs) And this place is cold and it's dark, but also loud. So loud. With lights. Why is it so loud? (laughs) I don't know why it's so loud. But the kids were having fun. It's so hard to say no when your children are having fun and they're exercising and they're not sitting in front of TV screen. But at the same time, I was like, I need to go. I want real food. (laughs) I can't live off of popcorn, you know, and they're just having a great time. So this is I have definitely had bandit moments. However, I've never actually ventured out into the trampolines or the obstacles themselves to pull the children back like he does.
1: Oh, yeah. He's hardcore.
0: I was like, what are you doing, dude? You're th- this is not gonna end well for you. It's gonna like, <laughs> you're gonna like twist an ankle, your knee's gonna go out. You're not 25, Bandit. You're not a young dog, okay? You're not a young pup anymore. He finally gets the kids, and as they are driving home past the library, Bluey gets upset that they can't go. Even after Bandit explains that they stayed too long at the trampolinium and the library is now closed. Like the library's closed. Yeah, I, you know, got to think about this. But, you know, kids don't think about future things. That's something we kind of get trained into is that, okay, I have to think about all these different things. They're literally just enjoying life in the moment. So this is where we get the title card. Longest cold open ever. This is a very long cold open. I didn't timestamp it. I, I should... did.
1: Oh, you. <laughs> it was nearly two minutes. Wow. It was an hour and fifty an hour. One minute and 50 seconds. Oh, my gosh. Yeah,
0: that is too, like a third of the episode. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It was very <laughs> that long. a lot. Normally, they're not quite that much. So it's bedtime, and Bluey is still mad at Dad for breaking his promises. But just as Bluey is telling him he shouldn't break a promise, we find out, via Chili yelling from downstairs, that Bluey has broken her promise to Mom to clean up the panda puzzle. Chili comes upstairs, and we get a discussion on breaking promises. Bluie points out that since dad broke his promise, she should be able to break hers. That is not how any of this works.
1: Nope.
0: (laughs) And Chili's just like, wait, what? Like, okay. (laughs) Vanna suggests that maybe the way to solve their promising problem is by having no more promises. Also... No, that is not how this works. <laughs> like both of you, not good. What is happening right now? Bingo then asks if that means that he will no longer love them, <laughs> which I thought was amazing. <laughs> just random bingo, just being like, so does this mean that you know you no know longer love us? And he was like, oh, um, that is not what I was <sighs> intending. Right? Did not think this through. No, and they all finally come to an agreement that promises can be made. But they have to be kept no matter what. And I think, is this the point that you were like, uh, but also it doesn't give us any flexibility. Like no matter what is,
1: yeah you know, hard Yikes. and fast
0: rule. Yeah.
1: Well, I think the thing that they also should add here is, and that is why you don't make promises lightly. Like, we don't make promises about silly things, because if you're going to keep it no matter what, you have to make sure it's something that you can keep. You know, it's not like a flimsy, silly thing. It's something that's important. So you don't make promises about every silly little thing. I think that's a good distinction. Yeah. And I definitely think that that's kind of like
0: the next step in like promise evolution. Right. (laughs) At this point, they are just trying to... Establish, i think with the girls that if you make a promise you need to like this is why it's important yes but then there's that next layer of okay so this is why x y and z that we do or don't do
1: oh how interesting ah! did bluey break her promise well you broke your promise so i can break mine what it's true Deb broke his promise the library was shut Seems like we've got a
0: promising problem. Yeah.
1: Okay, from now on, no one makes any more promises.
0: But you promised you'd always love us.
1: Whoa, I didn't think this through.
0: It's the next day, and the girls are taking forever leaving the house. And I want to pause here with the fun little conversation that Chili and Bandit are having about Bingo
1: and things that Bingo is doing or saying. I loved the parent sidebars They do it a couple times in this episode. They do. And I just loved it so much. It has
0: nothing to do with the episode.
1: I like went back
0: to be like, okay, does this somehow play into what they're talking about with a bigger overall theme? Nothing. They just, I think it was maybe somebody like, this is something that happens. We
1: should like stick it in the episode. It's so for real life. That's what we love about Blueys. It just feels so real. And like parents totally do that. And also it's nice to see the parents interacting even though it's about the kids, yeah. it's not about the kids or with the kids or, yes. you know, about the current.
0: Because we don't see the two of them just having conversations yeah. with themselves. Yeah, I think
1: that's why it felt so Many refreshing. times, yeah. Bluey then asks
0: Bandit if he will promise to play toddler at the library. And he agrees, saying he will do just about anything to get them to hurry up. Also, just, Ben is not thinking in this episode. No. <laughs> he is he is definitely not thinking. Falling into it. The girls giggle, then quickly get in the car, leaving Bannon to wonder what he has signed up for. Because from his reaction, this is a brand new game. He literally goes, wait, what is Toddlers? Meaning he's never played this game before. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, especially in the first and second season, they would say, we're going to play X, Y, and Z game. And he goes, oh, not X, Y, and Z game inferring that he's played that game before. So here we get a brand new game. Fun. Yes. And at the library, we quickly find out that toddlers involves Bandit walking on his knees and talking like a toddler. When the girls get to the book section, he has to get another dog to even hand him a book before he is playing with the blocks, which tumble over and he wham wah, wah and like this fake cry
1: thing. (laughs) One, they love to embarrass him. And two, he's such a trooper. He just like goes for it. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Okay, so this is where we get the fun cameos. And you probably would not know.
1: No. And I I
0: knew that these cameos were coming up. So when I saw this episode, I was like, oh, this is the episode. As soon as they said the library, I was like, oh, we get to see these cameos. So the two cameos are the big white kind of Pyrenees dog that is – Kind of checking them in at the library. Yep. It's like, oh, okay. And they're like, oh, look down here. And then the other dog that helps get the book down for Toddler Bandit. It is Kate and Mary from the OG Bluey podcast. (gasps) Gotta be done. No way. Yes. Oh, my God. I love that. So they had teased at one point that they may have gotten asked to make cameos in one of the episodes and then when this one came out obviously quite a bit ago in Australia it was like okay here's our characters that we got to voice like they went into Ludo Studios and they I mean very small parts right but like how cool Uh, is that amazing they have actual characters for real life characters in the blue universe so
1: cool
0: like so cool and I knew Again, I knew this because I follow them on Instagram and we listen to them. I haven't listened to any season three because, again, I was like, I want our take on it before I listen to their episodes and stuff. But they're definitely what inspired this podcast Uh and really got me going, Okay, people, uh, there's other people that want to talk about Bluey, right? And I want to talk about Bluey. So, like, let's talk about Bluey. Uh, uh,
1: Excuse me. Can you help my little brother, please? Oh yes. Here you go, young man. Read to me.
0: Oh So they they had fun cameos. So cool. I know. And I just love that Ludo Studios brought them in. Yeah. To like include them. Ugh. Gives me hope for the future. Right? So bandit's a sport. Or at least bandit appears to be a sport. He's yeah. like, okay, I promised I'm gonna go along with it. But then in the next scene, we find out, oh no, no, no. Bandit's like about to get revenge on Bluey. <laughs> and the whole family's having tea. And Bandit makes Bluey promise to carry his two, count them, two, only two, It's just two, library books in her bag. And if you freeze the frame here, Chili gives him one of her classic looks. Like, oh. what are you up to? Like, what are you about to do? Because the way that he says it, she just looks over at him like, this oh, is yeah, not gonna, like, I saw it coming too, yes. Chili. I'm with you, yeah. girl. Obviously the books are huge And super heavy So we then see Bluey Dragging her bag Behind her Probably completely ruining the bag In the process I'm like excuse me What is happening (laughs) But not having any of it Chili stops the entire family And tells them that they can't use promises To trick each other She explains the whole point of promises Is to build trust And without promises Nothing Would exist in the world. Right? I thought that was kind of a big statement. (laughs) It was a bit of a stretch,
1: but we're (laughs) with you.
0: We support you, Chili. I think they were like, power lines? Like, power lines wouldn't even exist? Are you sure? But yes, I mean, she's trying to explain why it's so important. So Bandit and Bluey promise no more tricks. The girls then see a playground and promise that they'll stop playing when Chili asked them to, and they all have to leave for lunch. Louie is waiting for a turn on, okay, and this is what they called it online, the Flying Fox.
1: And that's what she called it too, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen that toy
0: before. I didn't realize it had a name. I did not realize it had a name either. That's why, again, I looked it up and I was like, okay, other people are yeah. calling it the same thing. This I, is a
1: thing. Yeah. It's Trim- a thing. Trimple trampolonium How do you say it? Trampolinium. Trampolinium. Don't think that's a word. <laughs> but flying fox is a thing. Is uh,
0: However, Bingo gets stuck on that kind of like climbing A-frame thing. And I have a story about that. Personal life. So Bluey goes to tell Mom, who is, again, having a sidebar conversation with Bandit. So cute. Telling another story about Bingo. Again, I think also just to, again, relay the fact that like Remember, guys, Bingo's still young. Bingo's still young. So mom tells Bingo to jump down, but she's very nervous. Chili promises to catch her. So she jumps and mom does. And Bluey finally realizes why keeping your promises are important. The flying fox ride thing finally becomes available. And Bluey goes to jump on right as mom calls to tell him that they are leaving for lunch. After thinking for a minute, we see the flying fox ride come down without Bluey on it, proving that she has kept her promise, learned her lesson. And then this is followed again by a lovely montage that ends with Banda and Chili on the couch telling stories again about Bingo. Third episode, third montage. We love a good montage. I They know this. I'm telling you, they are leaning into things. Season three, while still creating amazing games, telling amazing stories, pulling on all our heartstrings, and just creating like this fun thing for kids, how they managed to do all of this blows my mind. Blows my mind. Then we get the kicker, right? As if all of this isn't enough. In the last seconds, Bandit's looking in on the girls' room, telling them how he promises to always love them.
1: They are so good. Another heartstring tug. They are so good at those last lines. Just dropping the bomb on that last line. You're like, I'm good. This episode's good.
0: Oh my God. And now you're trying to make me cry. Again, three episodes in. Bringing it home. And the kids don't get it. Like again they're just watching the show enjoying like seeing all the fun stuff and and then you know this whole thing for adults. So, you know that cage yes. that metal fr- you know frame half dome mm-hmm. that Bingo is playing on. That was definitely
1: a, f- a thing. When we were kids. Yeah, I feel like. I don't see them as much now. No, I feel like it's an older school, an old school thing. Like if I see it, I'm like, oh, this is an old playground. It's it's like 80s, 90s. Yeah.
0: It's, there's definitely less of them today. And if you see them, they definitely aren't just pieces of metal that are welded together or screwed together in like this crazy configuration. So when I was a kid, the story goes that I was playing on one of those. And I like slipped and like hit my tooth. Oh no. On on one of the bars and I chipped my tooth when I was a kid. Oh wow. So yes, I have that memory. <laughs> so I can see why Bingo's a little a yeah. little gun shy about yeah, them. Because totally. you kinda get up there and then you're like, how do I get down?
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: guys actually have a really interesting playground farther down in the neighborhood by the coffee place. Uh-huh. And they have a couple of those really big structures. Yeah. And we've been there before. And my child, as we know, loves to parkour on things. He loves climbing on things. And he's climbed all the way up. And then it's like, oh, I'm going to jump off. And I'm like, that is way too high. That's like <laughs> eight, nine feet. I don't think you're going to do it. So then he's like having to, you know, you're up there and you have this idea. I'm just going to jump off of it. And then you either realize it's too high or you're gonna, your parents tell you it's too high. And then you have to figure out how to get off of oh, the yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Which somehow getting off is always harder than like climbing up. For sure. So that is my for real life moment when it comes to (laughs) jungle gyms. Yeah. And trampolines and various things. Uh, I don't really have many instances of promises that it hasn't been a conversation that has come up yet with my kid. So I'm interested to see if you have any take on the actual lesson. Yeah, In this episode.
1: it's not so much about the promises. I mentioned that I have mixed feelings about parents being able to change plans. And I think that's where Bannett got into trouble by taking that extra step and making it a promise. But I feel like I've been very lucky with my kids. I've been able to say like, oh, yeah, we'll do that later. Oh, yeah, you want to do that? Sure, we'll do that later. But then if we don't do it later, it's like not a big deal. Yeah. Not all kids are like that. No. So when my sister's kids were younger, I would get in so much trouble because I'd be like, they like, we want ice cream. Like, all right, yeah, we'll do that later. And then it's like bedtime. And they're like, you said we were going to have ice cream and we didn't. And they're like so upset. And she's like, you told them we were going to get ice cream? And I was like, I don't know, did I? Like, they asked for ice cream. I was like, later. But like my kids, that never was a problem. Like, Uh. my kids would just be like, all right, we didn't go. Like, it was like anything you said, they like, held you to it and like they were upset if you did not follow through so I think I don't know if it's like certain personalities certain kids but it was that that was kind of like I have so that's why I was like I have mixed feelings on this because I feel like children should understand that plans change we can say hey tonight we're gonna go out to dinner and then something happens and we're not able to go out to dinner and like I'm so sorry the plan changed yeah and have it not be the end of the universe and like you broke a promise it's like I didn't break a promise it's just Things need to be a little bit flexible. Like, we can't yeah. hold ourselves. So I think it was a little bit on Bandit for making it a promise. I think yes. a promise is kind of an extra. There's a difference between plans changing and, like, breaking a promise. Yes. I but do I, think there's a distinction there, for but sure. Yeah. That's why I was like, I have mixed feelings on this. <laughs> but I do think I was a little lucky and that my kids – like, obviously, they were sometimes upset if a plan changed. And they were never upset. But if I, like, flippantly was like, oh, yeah, we'll do that later, and then we never got to it, it was not a big deal. <laughs> where my sister's children, it was a very big deal. Anything you said ha- was going to happen had to happen, or they, like, couldn't handle it or, like, would be upset. <laughs> and I think it might be because my sister was better at following through, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it was one of those things where I feel like Bandit kind of took it to the next level by saying promise. But this morning I said to Bingo, "Please stop whinging," and she said, "But I only just started." <laughs> <laughs> Mom, Bingo's stuck. Oh goodness! Plans change, kids. You gotta, you gotta get with the program. You have to be flexible. And actually, that reminded me when you said ice cream.
0: That reminded me there have been several times, and it happens around food or ice cream, where I had told my son again in a very generic term, like you said oh yeah, later, we'll do something later. To me, later is unspecified. <laughs> that could be five minutes from now, five hours from now, five months from now, five years from now, right? Like, uh, And then it was late at night and he goes, we didn't have ice cream or I wasn't able to do X, Y, and Z tonight. I need to do it now. And then I say, no, it is bedtime. That's not happening now. And I had to give him an extra scoop <laughs> I'm also not very good at negotiating. Let's just like, <laughs> let's just baseline here. Uh, he negotiated an extra scoop of ice cream the next time he had ice cream to make up for the fact that I, <laughs> I apparently forgot. Oh, but wow. I also used to, try to use it as a moment to say to him, "You also have to remind me," and to say, "Mommy has a lot of things that she's thinking about at any one minute." <laughs> Unfortunately, women bear the mental load of. life. Right. So I'm just like, honey, you have to understand mommy also is thinking about a lot of things right now. I'm trying to think about this and this and this and this and this. So I also need your help to remind me if I said something. But I distinctly remember I said later, I did not say tonight, but he... (laughs) he was good and he managed to get an extra scoop of ice cream. He is a very good negotiator. From me. Yes. Well, he he has learned from Bluey that you just have a please face. And he'll 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 do his eyes and he does the whole Bluey please face thing and that seems to get him pretty far with me. So cute. My husband not so much. <laughs> but so is life. I have a couple facts. I think we talked before, this is a brand new game, Toddlers, where he's never done it before. Apparently, one of the books, or the book from Sleepy Time, can be seen in the girl's bedroom in the last scene of the episode. Oh, that's cute. A little fun continuity thing. And while at the library, Bluey checks out Shmirtle the Dirty Turtle, which becomes a point... In Mini Bluey, which is an episode, a couple episodes from now. Oh, okay, fun. Yes. So it's one of those, they're kind of laying seeds for something that they bring up later and you don't even notice it. Nice. And there's also a book with a unicorn on the cover, which also appears several episodes later. Um, and there's a whole episode, which you've probably heard people talk about, called Unicorns
1: uh-huh, and like
0: reference to. And we'll get there. That's bandit <laughs> to like the 18th level. Like they're just, they're just like small levels up, and Unicorse is a whole thing. And then the library, which the family goes to, along with the cafe and adjacent playground, is based on the for real life Ashgrove Library in Western Brisbane. There are photos, they match very well. So, This is a, they picked it up and they drew it and they put it in this episode.
1: I would expect nothing less from them. Yeah. So nice. So great. So those are, so those are some of the
0: facts for the episode. Fun. Yeah. Is there anything else
1: that you want to I have been enjoying the outros in season three. Mm, Yep. We have not seen a single dancing Bluey. I'm very excited about it. (laughs) They leaned on that way too much in season two. So this one was so cute. It was the dog from the park swinging across on the swing. I know. So clever. Okay. So I think we've established,
0: and we did not talk about this beforehand, (laughs) but you will track the outros. I'm in. And I will track the montages. Okay. Deal. (laughs) I'm in. And we'll see in our season three wrap up how many Bluey versus other outros yeah and then how many montages we had because yeah. right
1: now we are three for three maybe we even do like a can of beans for the best one. Oh, we should okay as soon as we get
0: off of this i am writing that down okay. so that i don't forget nice. love it I, I like that we're planning ahead we never Me plan too. ahead for for the end <laughs> of the season and that it's literally 52 episodes a right lot to
1: dig through well, that's an entire
0: year. If you break it up every single week, <laughs> that is essentially a year. That's true. And I can't remember like a year later yeah. what we talked about. Um thank God for notes, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Come back for next week when we talk omelet with two T's. Thanks. Bye.
1: Time to go, kids. Oh, no. Come on. So much dinner. Just one more minute. Even 21 more minutes. I'm coming
0: in. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please, please, please share it with your friends. Go online, rate the podcast, follow us to get the newest content drops right when they release. And of course, message us. You can find us on Instagram at pod, or you can send us an email at forreallife.com period pod at gmail.com. Again, that's F-O-R-R-E-A-L-L-I-F-E period P-O-D.